Welcome to Inspiring Women Revolution. On this podcast, we talk about breaking the cycle. Here, we talk about the importance of supporting each other as women. Here, we inspire each other to stand tall, find our strengths, and succeed to where we want to be. We encourage each other constantly to better our lives, along with sharing our downfalls that helps make us reach further to achieve our goals. We all have our stories, and these stories are what makes us real, raw, and honest. Our stories are being told for you. Our goal is to help you see that no matter the drama in your life, your goals are attainable. Inspiring Women Revolution, building up relationships with you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast of Inspiring Women Revolution. And I am so excited for my next guest today. Her name is Amber Rennick, and we met at work. And she is a fantastic hair artist at Days of Our Lives, which I'm sure she has done way more than that. And I'm looking forward to us discussing today a little bit about negativity and kindness. And I'll tell you why. Because when I first met Amber, she, the first thing I noticed that she did to really send a positive message at work was positive sticky notes. And I looked over, I'm like, hey, and she's handing them out. So every day for, uh, I don't know how long, I would get a positive sticky note from from her, and I just thought it was the most wonderful way to start your day at work. So please, everybody, welcome Amber. Amber, welcome to Inspiring Women Revolution. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you today. Yes, it is uh, It is so hard to wrangle really busy women, and I felt that. And I'm so grateful that you've taken time out today, especially because we are dark <laughs> now. We're finally off work for a little bit, which is great. So you are an incredibly positive person. And oh, thank you. What, what started the, just initially the sticky note, just going from the sticky note of positivity uh, uh, quotes that you would find, what really started that for you? Um, before I got to Days of Our Lives, I was department heading another show. And I just felt like, you know, my crew needed a morale booster for the day, just knowing that I was thankful for them and, you know, always looking out for their well-being and that they were having a positive day that day, no matter what was going on, because, you know, set life is crazy. And so I just started doing it daily. And if I would forget, my crew members would definitely remind me like, hey, I didn't get my note today. <laughs> yep. Yep. I did that. <laughs> 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 I just thought it was something positive and fun to do, you know, just to boost the crew morale. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, right? Absolutely. And we need that. It's really nice to have recognition, whether it's from your boss or a coworker. And I always find that that same, I am, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I've been at, as you know, at days for 23 years. And one of my biggest things as well is to make sure when uh, in my surroundings that I am giving off that feeling of kindness and giving because look, we all, we all work together for how many hours? Yes. 12, 14. To, <laughs> yeah. You especially you're uh -huh. there way longer than I am. And this, this step forward of, of being kind and giving and open, it really, it, it sets the tone. Unpacking negativity responses and kind responses. I wanted to do a little bit of that because, you know, I imagine for you, you've just as I have have seen, you know, how negativity 
how people handle negativity and what that is versus kindness. It's almost like a sliding doors. Like, the, like I don't know if you've seen that movie, but you know, one person taking one path and what yes. that leads to, and then someone yes. taking another one. Yes. How would you unpack first the negativity? I like to go to the a little heavier side first. Unpacking negativity, um, I would say... Like, you know, everything is stressful. Life is stressful. Work is stressful. Relationships are stressful. Like parenting is stressful. Like we have enough stress and negativity from outsiders that we don't know. What could I benefit out of this? And sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just have to say, you know, I have nothing to gain here. These things are negative and I don't want to surround myself with these type of people or people that say these type of things or do things. I'm just one of those people that just try to always find something good in every situation. And did you have someone in your life that sort of pushed you in that direction or have you always been like that or or how did you get to this place um I've always kind of been the positive upbeat friend you know like oh well look at it this way you know have you did you put yourself in their position and why do you think they may be feeling this way did you say something or not acknowledge something that you did I'm like not one of those people like I don't like drama like those things you know what as people say make this my skin crawl you know so Mm -hmm. I don't like that energy it's like I've always been a happy person and when people are unhappy I'm the main one like well what can I do to make you happy? Is there anything I can say? Is there anything I can do to help you get to a place where you can be happy also? Because if I'm just going to use you as an example today, Ari's not doing good and I don't want to make her even more mad. You know, that's harder to do than it is to say, oh, hey, here's Ari. She's happy. She's smiling. You know, it's a different type of weight that's on you when you're around negative people and energy. The way everybody handles negativity is so different, right? You know, when you walk into a room and you sense that negativity, you know, and it's, it's that feeling of, okay, so you can be sensitive to someone's feelings, right? Because really, I, I do believe a lot of this, we either learn it from somewhere or we just kind of, you know, we have great, amazing parents or coaches in our life that kind of get us to this place. And I'm always curious to know how, you know, people got to where they are, because I think it's so important for our listeners to say, you know, that sounds great, Amber, but how do I get there? Well, you also have to surround your people, surround yourself with people who are like-minded. I've in the past had friends that were very negative and always found the bad in every situation. Oh, I don't like her shoes today. Why does she keep wearing them? You know, like things that are like out of your control. Like, so what? You don't like her shoes. You know, you're not wearing them. So why are you upset at what she's doing today? And Mm -hmm. my mom, she was very positive person. She's always seeing the good in people and trying to understand the other perspective. So I will, you know, give my mom a lot of credit on this because she, you know, raised me to, you know, be kind. And then you do with it as it comes, you know, some people will pretend to be kind to you and then really have an ulterior motive. So you really have to use your discernment when it comes to people like that, like, Hey, you know, I'm sharing all these things with this person, but are they reciprocating? Do I feel the same love back that I'm giving out? And if that's something that you're not getting or that you want to get out of the relationship with the person, no matter who it is, you know, you kind of have to make your own personal judgment. Like, you know, is this a good place for me? Is this a good fit? Should I continue to try to work and build or should I just step away? So I think my mom should get most of the credit for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I do. I, I love 
expressing to people, like really find that group of people that keeps you in that positive, proactive area. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's what I focus on in, in my life coaching business is I'm a, a positivity advocate uh, focusing on anger, pain, and fear because mm-hmm. it sits so much with us, right? It's such an yeah. easy way to step back and go, it's so easy to be angry, but yeah. the anger typically comes from fear. Yes. Yes. Right. And, and I've definitely been in those situations before where my fear was taking over me doing and being great. And then it's like, hey, you know what? This is not okay. Like you're scared right now and you shouldn't be. It's not an easy road. Most definitely challenging in some ways, especially depending on the situation. Like as far as for me, I can put myself in the coming to days. I was like, well, I don't know. It's a a daily show. It's a full-time situation. I'm usually, you know, in charge. I'm not used to being the third or fourth man on a totem pole. Can I do this? And then it's like, you know what? step out there. You never know. It might be beneficial to you to be in this position so you can see how, you know, you would do in situations like this instead of being at the top and being in charge. That's such a great way to look at it too, because, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You experience something, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can take that experience and then roll with your next move in life. Really, it's a balance of your ego. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because definitely. Be, yeah, yeah, and you really have to be able to. I always find like your your ego again is basically your fear. It's your risk management team up in your head going, "Oh God, oh God!" You know, anybody <laughs> to, you're like, you know, "Uh oh, here we go." They're gonna judge. Right. Gonna judge, judge alert. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Like all this stuff that goes on in your head, and like, and the shortest amount of time too. <laughs> Uh, wee, wee, wee. Right, instantly, it like, right. <laughs> it's all the alarms going off at once. Like, oh no, is it a fire? Is it a flood? Like, I don't <laughs> know what's happening right now. <laughs> it is, and really, it's uh, you have to laugh at yourself too because I feel like, you know, we're all in the same boat, and I think really, especially for women, is and this is like you know my my hugest goal and about about getting to the we'll get to the kindness portion of unpacking kindness is how we uh, work to elevate each other. It's easy to have a real easier to have a relationship with a man in a way. I think, I mean, I know there's a, a gamut of, of types of men, but the, the supporting each other and helping build each other up mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things that I've seen throughout my job. Uh, but as I've gotten older and learned how to, communicate not only physically but emotionally I'm like wow there's a whole world of amazing women and look at this I'm completely discovering these awesome women no matter who I meet and it really is yeah we're in each other's lives for another two seasons and then you go off and go let's say you go do this new job that you're ahead of we've had an amazing two years together and you've affected my life Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. that, Isn't that we want? Isn't that how we want to walk away from things? Absolutely. We always want to walk away knowing that we gave something of ourselves. And, you know, everybody is different. People, you know, react to things differently. People accept things differently. A few people loved my sticky notes and a few people could care less. So I'm not going to let the people who could care less 
stop me from doing it for the people who appreciated it and really wanted it. You know, everybody has their own things that they don't necessarily share. I'm like, hey, you're down today. Just wanted to say, you know, I love you. And, you know, you're a great person. You're an awesome stylist or you're an awesome makeup artist. And don't let anybody tell you different. Like, you're awesome. You know, just saying that to somebody could help them in a way that you didn't even know could affect them. Oh, that is so true. It's so true. And I, and I find, too, you know, and I think as you keep continuing to carry the torch for the kindness, right? We're, we're two women that really find mm-hmm. the, that's why I was, I was so attracted to you in that way. When you first came on the show, I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, here's another woman who does, loves to do the same thing that I do. Not that other people on our mm-hmm. show are amazing, you know, or, or in our environment yeah. and you have to, yeah. you have to set the tone, but you go, ah, she, she, it's really kind of a wonderful feeling when you start to see people, you know, um, uh, connect in that supportive and kind, kind way. Mm-hmm. And I think we just get so much further because you and I can both say that the balance of, of the kindness on set, I don't see the negative and I, I choose to take the negativity and put it into a positive. Yes, absolutely. Right. Right. So you can take any situation that might be like, Oh, to go, well, let's see, how many really wonderful positive things happened today? Exactly. And I find that we will have a tendency to push the the hundred good things away. We focus on the one bad thing. And as human beings, we need repetition. So I know I've said this in several podcasts, but it's it I we can't say it enough because we're human and we com- we we constantly take, you know, five steps forward and one step back, especially our it was amazing listeners I've had who go, Oh, I'm just struggling with how do I keep moving forward? How do mm-hmm. I keep staying kind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes you, you have to step to the side, you know, and then look up both up and back down the street. Like, you, like you're crossing, like, okay, do I want to go backwards? Do I want to try to restart or do I just want to move on and, you know, see the good in this and, you know, try to make the next situation like this better like what can I do to improve how I receive this or how I perceive anything negative that's going on and it's hard it's a constant you know tug of war daily on things like that that you know might not necessarily be in your favor thank you for saying that because that is such a huge point Mm -hmm. it's hard yeah it's very hard nothing is easy until it's hard (laughs) yeah yeah and and you know, look, it's, it's things in life take us on these crazy journeys, right? And people say, oh, well, you, you do this for a living. And you know, that's, it's easy for you. It's like, but the, you forget the journey beforehand yeah. and the work it took mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. To get the working to for free, the doing mm-hmm. things for credit or it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And that's that it's the interesting thing is when you start to create a healthy habit, a new habit, of like I'm sure for you when you walk into work it's not hard anymore right for me it's not hard right because it took me years to go I grew up in um you know I love my my mother to death but I grew up in a very angry home Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it took me years to figure out how not to react angry Yes. yes and so and people wonder why you're such an advocate. I'm like, because I already lived the other way and it mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I didn't like it. And it didn't get me as far as I wanted to go. When I see the path, that sliding door path of choosing anger or choosing kindness and love. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And the kindness and love wins every time, even though, you know, sometimes you see people, well, so-and-so did that and they got the higher position and that, 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 whatever that was, might not have been very nice. So I'd still rather stick with the kind and love and be where I'm at in in this, in this path that I chose than that one. Correct. Yeah, I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the long version of, of really, uh, like I said, going back to what you were saying of it's uh, the difficulties of um, finding kindness in your life. Um, but it sounds like for you, you've always been that you, you made that decision a long time ago to go, wait, I don't, you know, like you said in the beginning of the podcast, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be here. Yeah. It takes more energy to be mean or angry or to hold a grudge than it does to just put a smile on your face you know what do they say it's more muscles in your face to frown than it is to smile so how much extra energy are you exerting just trying to have a mean mug you know what I mean like I don't like this person scowl frown you know Mm -hmm. eye roll like that takes a lot of energy and I had I need that energy to do something else because there's people out there that are looking for the kindness in me and looking for me to be the positive person and if I'm constantly taking on everyone's burdens of negativity and not being kind or only being kind when they feel like it or to the people who they feel deserve their kindness then it's just like you know what I'm moving on from that. And like you said, that came with age and maturity and getting out of certain situations and friendships with people who I felt weren't giving that to me. You don't have to, you know, be, I've known this person 20 years. I can't unfriend them. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. I love you in this way, but I can't associate with you in this, in that way because of your negativity, because of your unkindness. Family included because mine would be more on the family side like I have some relatives I was very close to and over the years I just felt them getting even more negative and depressing and every time I talked to them was a problem and I'm just like this is not me this is you and I'm forcing myself to be kind to you and do all these great things for you but you never pick up the phone. Hey, Amber, are you okay? Do you need anything? And so once you realize that you're giving and not receiving anything, then it's like, wait a minute, let me take a step back and see if it's me, if it's them, or if we just don't need to be around each other. And I found that some of them, I don't need to be around them. Like, I love you. And if you need me, I'm here for you, but I can't be here for you in that way that you were getting all of my attention and I wasn't getting any of yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That is so, so well said because I, I know that's a lot on people and they're like, well, it's my brother or it's my sister. And how do I, you know, deal with it? And it's like, well, mm-hmm. it's okay to take a step away and mm-hmm. say that I need time away from you. Mm-hmm. I am not my best me. And sometimes I'm, I've done it before where I just mm-hmm. chose to just take the blame so that I can say, I'm just going to go work on me for a while. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll see where I'm at. Just so I can separate myself from a place like, like you were just explaining to go, oh my gosh, I am so much lighter and healthier over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and finding the strength in you to go, it's okay to walk away from blood for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's my mom. It's my dad. It's my, well. It's your born family, but then there's a family you can choose. Yes. Which is your friends and your, you know, your auntie. Like how many, so you have your daughter, right? How many aunties and uncles does she yes. have? Not, not by blood, right? 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> more. Because I'm yeah. an only child. So every auntie that she has that's from me are my like my sister friends, I call them, because they're not, they're more than friends. They're they've become family over the years. I have friends that I've been friends with since the sixth grade. We joined together as a family. So this is not just my friend. No, this is my sister. So I've adopted her as a family member. So now she's your auntie. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And that's just how we roll. And I, yeah, I, um, my daughter's an only child also. And so it's, you know, you go, this, this is, this is your family. This is your sister. This is your, you mm-hmm. know, and, and we spend so much time together and, and it's, um, and it's a wonderful, it's wonderful for our kids to be able to see that it's okay to be able to, I share with Izzy a lot. Um, you know, maybe I try to do it in a way that a 12 year old can understand how relationships work and she's becoming such a better young lady for it. And mm-hmm. just recently she came out of a friendship uh, and, you know, it, it hurt, but she realized, you know what, we weren't, it's maybe somewhere down the line, we will come back to fr- being friends again. But um, right now we'll send each other off with love and, and we're not going to spend time together right now. And I said, it's a very healthy decision. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You're 12. Absolutely. You and I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, she's 12. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is that hot, that communication I'm constantly doing. And sometimes I wonder, is it too adult? But I feel like, like your daughter's five. She's six. Your daughter? yeah. Six. She's six. So mm-hmm. you can already start to see, I'm sure in class, some unkindness and negativity with girls because they don't understand yet. My daughter brings her lunch to school every day. And some days she goes, oh, well, I gave my lunch to my friend. And I'm like, well, did she ask for it or did you offer it to her because you wanted what the school had to offer? But you also are welcome to the school lunch as well. So being that, is she really your friend or does she just want something from you? You have to know the difference. And if it's a daily thing or a weekly thing, a monthly thing, I need to know because it seems to me like you're always giving her something and she's not giving you anything in return. So I'm teaching her that balance of, is this really your friend or does she just want something that you have to offer? Right. And right. And also there's a strange way of how do you support her in this, in the same way. And it's, and it's support out of like, you know, and it's not about giving. It's like, I'm going to support her by not being her, not being there for her at the moment. Cause she needs to learn how to mm-hmm. be able to communicate a mm-hmm. little bit better. Right. And there is, yes. and there is such a kind way to be able to do that to say, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's not healthy for me. So I know it can't be healthy for you. I mean, I know. It's right. And then there's the that. fine line. <laughs> and then there's the fine line of, well, am I just being nice? And offering something and giving it because I know that you like these and I may not want it today. So it's kind of, you know, hard to do that too. I know that's that as a mom, you go, you know, (laughs) you really want them to be able to communicate. And it's so, it's it's so very true. Um, And you, you want them to kind of figure it out on their own. And then when do you step in and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fine balance on our side, not to helicopter as well. Right. Right. Um, But just to be able to kind of let them go in and out and it's, it's really interesting as I'm teaching Izzy as well about uh, her gut instinct mm-hmm. and you know, gut instinct, as you know, is, is earned because yes. we have to understand as a woman, how is that our gut that is telling us if you know, where to go from here or is it a desire? Is right. it what I want? And those are two very distinct things 
we have to learn. And I think that's probably the best way I feel like without interfering so much in how they have to deal in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it takes us so long to, to go with the gut, right? Just like we were talking about before. Right. Is when you see someone negative on set or feeling, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. feeling negative on set or mm-hmm. unhappy, you go, okay, mm-hmm. what's the best thing I can do to support this person? Mm-hmm. That, and, and, and I'm going to stay positive. So I feel like for our girls, it's just, it's a wonderful way to help them be supportive and to build themselves up first, because it's like that, like when you're on an airplane and the oxygen mask drops out, you have to put it on you first before you can help anybody else. Right. Yeah. You have right? to help yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. Before you can help anybody else. And mm-hmm. I, and I, and I, that's why I love so much about, you know, building up, the, up this podcast is because, you know, I think all our stories are important. Everything we have to say that, you know, helps somebody else recognize going, Hey, I'm, wow, I'm going through that same thing or I'm having trouble with that negativity. And it's, you know, and, and, and I can take these stepping stones and move forward. Oh my gosh. If we're, if we're helping two people on this planet, we've left a fine footprint. I feel and that's like. exactly how I feel. If I've at least helped or touched one person, then, you know, I felt like, you know, my job here is done. Like at least someone felt that I was there for them or kind to them or gave them some knowledge or information on something that maybe they weren't, you know, up on or, you know, like, oh, I can do this and this will make me feel good. Like the the quotes. I even have yes. an app that sends me new ones every day just for me. Like yeah. I needed this today. Like, oh my gosh, that was such a good one. I needed that today. And I could share it with other people, you know, like maybe it'll make their day. Even if it's just one person out of the 50 that I send it to one person say, you know what? I really needed this today. Thank you. So I definitely feel the same. Oh, I love that about you. And, and again, that is the, the, one of the biggest things that I, I totally admire about you and it might feel small, or to somebody else, but I feel like they are there and their message, they're more than just the positive messages that you're getting. I think they're, you know, they're these reminders, but they're there for a reason. And I I really do feel like that in a spiritual way. And in a sense where these are just like, these are, this person is in your life for a reason. And when the positive messages come in, I am like, I'm going to absorb it. Yep. (laughs) Thank you. Like a sponge. Thank you. I needed this. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, because there's nothing better than love. Yeah, there really isn't. Yeah, and I, I just, I love being able to, to share with you, and I love the fact that you came on this show for me. I love that we had this amazing talk. I me think that too. Thank you, thank you, thank you for even thinking of me to do this. I just yeah. feel honored to be a part of it. Oh, me too. And I, and I, I know that it's, it's going to grow and it's going to get bigger and everything takes time, but I I just really want to be able to, you know, I've shared with my audience. I really want this to spread. I really want other women talking about this. I want groups of women coming on the podcast. I want to be able to share this with everybody because I think that these beautiful, positive conversations um, on how to move forward in your life is why we're alive. Yeah. You know, and the competition in the world for us, I feel like is there is abundance for every single person. Yes, there's enough for all of us. You want to surround yourself with that same energy, no matter what or where you are, you know? Yes, Amber, I do. And thank you. I really do appreciate you coming on again. I know I've said it a hundred times, but I'll never stop. (laughs) I appreciate you and I will come back anytime for anything. 
I'll wrap it up with this. If anybody does have any questions for Amber, you can email me at alohalifecoaching.com, info at alohalifecoaching.com, because I'm sure she would love to share with you as much as I do. So thank you everybody for listening. And it's around the holidays. Have a wonderful holiday and a happy new year. Stay safe.